state of mankind. How much do you know? Excerpts from how the specter of communism is ruling our world. 125. Communism, through its agents, repeatedly raises global problems and claims that these problems can only be solved through international collaboration and power structures, in order to ultimately establish a world government. Consequently, various countries are more and more restricted and regulated by a growing number of international treaties. As a result, national sovereignty is weakened. Many groups support international power structures of this sort, and although such groups are not necessarily communists, their claims are consistent with the intentions of communist goals, that is, to eliminate individual nations and establish a world government. A media personality said on Earth Day 1970, Humanity needs a world order. The fully sovereign nation is incapable of dealing with the poisoning of the environment, the management of the planet, therefore, whether we are talking about the need to prevent war or the need to prevent ultimate damage to the conditions of life, requires a world government. The Humanist Manifesto II of 1973 also declared, We have reached a turning point in human history where the best option is to transcend the limits of national sovereignty and to move toward the building of a world community. Thus we look to the development of a system of world law and a world order based upon transnational federal government. In fact, the establishment of the United Nations Environment Program was precisely because a group that advocated for a global confederacy in 1972 considered the environmental issue to be a world issue, and therefore called for the development of global solutions and the establishment of a global environmental protection agency. Its first director was Maurice Strong, a Canadian with strong socialist tendencies. At the United Nations Earth Summit in Rio de Janeiro in 1992, also known as the United Nations Conference on Environment and Development, 178 governments voted to adopt Agenda 21. This 800-page blueprint includes content on the environment, women's rights, medical care, and so on. An influential researcher from an environmental research institute and subsequently an official of the UN Environment Program said, National Sovereignty the power of a country to control events within its territory, has lost much of its meaning in today's world, where borders are routinely breached by pollution, international trade, financial flows, and refugees, nations are in effect ceding portions of their sovereignty to the international community, and beginning to create a new system of international environmental governance as a means of solving otherwise unmanageable problems. Superficially, these rationales for a world government seem great but their true purpose is the promotion of communism to dominate the world. In Chapter 16 we detailed how communism also uses the claim of protecting the environment to advance its agenda. During Boutros Ghali's term as UN Secretary General from 1992 to 1996, he initiated rapid advances in the UN's march toward world government. He called for the formation of a permanent UN army and was pressing for the right to collect taxes. Due to opposition of the United States, Gali wasn't able to serve a second term. Otherwise, the status of the United Nations now would be difficult to predict. Although communist regimes always refuse to interfere in the internal affairs of other countries, they actively participate in various international organizations, support the expansion of the functions of the United Nations, and promote the concept of global governance. In 2005, UN Secretary General Kofi Annan said, In the age of interdependence, Global citizenship is a crucial pillar of progress. Robert Chandler, a strategic thinker who worked for the U.S. Air Force, the White House, and various government departments, believes that Annan's so-called progress would destroy national sovereignty and open the way for a global civil society without borders.
The UN's Teaching Toward a Culture of Peace program is actually organized and guided by ultra-leftists, which Chandler believes are intent on destroying the sovereignty of the nation and creating a totalitarian world government without borders. The book The Naked Communist, published in 1958, which exposed communism, listed the 45 goals of communists, one of which was, promote the UN as the only hope for mankind. If its charter is rewritten, demand that it be set up as a one-world government with its own independent armed forces. Many realize that the establishment of a world government cannot be achieved in the short term, so communists and globalists use various issues to establish international institutions in various fields, then promote the unity of these institutions, and continue to advocate for dependence on the United Nations, with the ultimate purpose of establishing a world government. Advocating for a world government deliberately exaggerating the role of the United Nations, portraying the United Nations as a panacea for solving all problems in today's world, all this is part of an attempt to play God and arrange the future of mankind through manipulating power. In fact, this is exactly the same idea as a communist utopia, a religion that people establish themselves, and the result is devastating. From Chapter 17, Globalization, Communism at its Core